News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, public contracts securing hotel accommodation for refugee and asylum seekers are a concern for Ireland's tourism industry, particularly in rural Ireland. That's according to new research from Fall to Ireland. And Owen O'Mara Walsh, CEO of the Irish Tourism Industry Confederation, joins us. Owen, um, I, I can see the knock-on effects, you know, that if there are less tourists in rural sure. Ireland, then, then that's very bad for restaurants and bars and maybe heritage sites or, or, or places that people pay to go and see. But this is kind of a win in many ways, isn't it, the, 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 for the actual hotel industry? I mean, they're, they're, they're getting full occupancy 12 months of the year now, something they would have only dreamed of in the past. Yeah, I mean, the hotel sector is OK, because as you say, they, they either get a government contract for a year or two, in which case they have full occupancy uh, year round. Um, and meanwhile, the other hotels, demand and supply is out of sync. So, you know, there's more, more of a market for them to chase. But it's the downstream tourism businesses that I'm really concerned about. So you mentioned the bars, bars and restaurants, but also the cultural experiences, the visitor attractions, the activity centres. There's tourism towns up and down the length yeah. and breadth of the country without adequate tourism beds, and therefore they'll have no tourism economy. And that's really bad, particularly for regional Ireland, and it's a cause of great concern for us. We we spoke to um, some of the, the locals in Killarney last year about this very thing, and, and they they are, they would consider themselves a tourist town, and they were saying it isn't even just the, the, the bars and the restaurants, it's it's the money that's spent in the local shops, you know, pe- people buying I mean, souvenirs yeah. and, and, and Aaron jumpers and all on all yeah. of those types of things. Yeah, the knock-on effect is really profound. So Fulcher Ireland have done some good analysis of this. And at the moment, over 20% of all tourism bedrooms around the country are contracted to the government. So that's one in five bedrooms gone from the tourism it economy. Says ter- it says 13% in the papers. Yeah, Are there two different figures? Yeah, there, there's 13% of what's called registered beds, but there's a lot of tourism beds that aren't registered, you know, uh, that, that that aren't necessarily registered. So things like Airbnbs, things like okay. um, guest houses. So they're also included. And that and that brings it to over 20%, which is one in five. And Fulcher Island estimate that that's going to cost the overall tourism uh, industry 1.1 billion euro in an annualised period. Because for every euro a tourist spend spends an accommodation, they spend €2.50 in ancillary services. As you mentioned, the the, the, the pint of Guinness, okay. the, the bowl of chowder, the, the souvenir, so, um, the so, visit to an attraction. No, I can see, I can see absolutely that, that if, if our tourism uh, industry was to contract by 20%, that is very significant, not good for our general economy, but also not good for the people who work within it. What needs to change? What needs to happen? We have to house people who, who, are, who are here. We have to put a roof over people's heads. So what do we do? We do. And, and, you know, I think the tourism industry are very aware of that and the tourism industry are very happy to play their part. And we've been talking about this for at least 18 months at this stage. And and we always said that the tourism industry could cope with around 10% of beds being given over for humanitarian reasons. But anything over that was going to pose a problem. And when, when this all happened, remember the war has been going on two years now and it's been about, it's been about 18 months that we've raised this issue. Um, and we were told at the time by Taoiseach and, and Minister for Tourism and so on that this was a short term solution and that a medium term solution would be found. And modular housing was, was mentioned and state institutions and lots of other sort of non-commercial buildings, as is the case across the rest of Europe. Remember, the rest of Europe is also taking in refugees and, and international asylum seekers, but the they're not necessarily put, putting them into hotels and commercial buildings. They're finding alternative forms of accommodation. And that needs to happen here quickly. I mean, you, you saw recently with the D Hotel in, uh, in Drogheda, um, 150 bedrooms right in the heart of Drogheda. 
uh, being pulled out of that tourism economy um, just as we enter the summer yeah, period. And, that, and, is being, and I, that is being mirrored across the whole of the country. And I, I can and by, see uh, why that would be threatening to the, to, to, the, to the local people and to the local economy to some extent. But in a strange twist, myself and Shane and the breakfast team stayed in the D Hotel last year. It was almost empty. It was very, very quiet. It, it, like the amount of people who were staying in the in the hotel the night that we were there, and it was in the middle of the summer, would not have made an impact on, on Drogheda's, uh, you know, yeah. a local economy. To be fair. Well, well, occupancy. If you if you look at the national picture, occupancy of hotels is quite high. It's recovered to to it's actually exceeded pre pandemic levels. So there is a huge demand and supply um, um, issue at play here. We've got twenty percent at least of the bedrooms taken out of the equation. Meanwhile, we're trying to chase tourists, both the domestic market and international tourists. You know, Aer Lingus putting on new flights from the states and so on. They all need somewhere to stay, and if they can't get availability, particularly I'm thinking in the wild Atlantic Way and in the Midlands where you know tourism is is you know at times it's the only economic force for good if there's nowhere to stay visitors will not go to those particular regions all i mean right. county, county clare is a prime example there's over 35% of all the tourism bedrooms in county clare are gone from the tourism economy so you can imagine the cliffs of moher or the burren or 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 all that beautiful part so you're, you're of, of ireland enough is enough we we've used it as, as a short to medium term well, solution well, uh, something yeah, else has yeah. to be done yeah, I'm 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 always quite careful talking about this because I do think uh, we we need to have open arms and a humanitarian approach to this issue, and the tourism and hospitality sector will play its part. But we cannot be the primary accommodation provider. An alternative solution needs to be found quickly. Owen Amara Walsh, CEO of the Irish Tourism Industry Confederation, thank you for joining us. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air. Weekday mornings at seven on News Talk.